Hey, hey, people of Earth, it's time to enter the Spoilerverse via our secret portal at the exclusive Arctic Club in beautiful downtown Seattle with our hosts, John and Kenrick. Welcome to Spoiler Country. Hey, if you're listening to our show for the first time and you're on one of the social medias that we're on, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any of those kinds of things, you should always check us out on Spoilerverse.com. But if you want to keep up with our latest episodes, you should bring out your smartphone, get into your favorite podcatcher, find Spoiler Country, and hit subscribe. Then you'll get all our new stuff. And if you want to reach out to us, you can do that in two ways. You can call us and leave us a voicemail at 707-656-2080. Again, 707-656-2080. Or you can shoot us an email at SpoilerCountry at gmail.com. Join the cult to the Spoilerverse, and welcome back. To spoiler country. I'm Kenner Vegan. That's Mr. Horsley. And today on the show, well, it's Rick Walteri, isn't it? We're back with the last half of our Rick Walteri conversation where we talk about his shingles books, we talk about video games, we talk about D&D, so much cool stuff. We decided to cut it because, as you all know, if it's a long episode, I like to cut it so you hear both parts, so you have more insight into what we do and you don't trail off at the end. I don't know. I just like doing it and I like more episodes. So without further ado, here is us and Rick talking about all things shingles, video games, D&D, and so much more. Tell me about the shingles books. What what are those? What are they about? And where do people get them? Okay. Shingles is... Uh, okay, so the, so the general idea behind shingles is... There's a lot of people who grew up reading Goosebumps. So the idea behind that is, yeah, you grow, you grow up, you get past Goosebumps, and now here's a more adult disease for you to like, you know, for you to focus on with far more adult and horrible content. Yeah. So so Shingle, Shingles is, I guess, on paper, it's a horror comedy series, nice. but the reality is, it's I guess it's kind of our version of awful speculative fiction. So each story is kind of standalone, although there are like Easter eggs to other stories within them. And really it's just us having fun. Like, you know, like if, if it's, it's our way of saying, here's a concept that we think is hilarious. Let's run with it for 20,000, but we, but necess- but we don't necessarily want to like say develop it into a whole series or, or no, there's not much beyond like say a hundred pages. It, it's really just a fun, right. a fun thing for us to just jump in, create a store, a fun story, and then just jump out. Does... Does it include all you guys from Authors and Dragons on every in every book, or is it you'll do one and then that book will get released, and then one of the other guys would do one and that book will get released? Yeah, or is yeah. there a bunch of short stories in each book? No, the, no this, this the second way. So, so for example, like Robert Bevan did the first book in the series, um, he wrote that. I did the second book. Um, I believe Steve Weatherill did did the third. So each of each each of us works on an individual on the individual books, but we kind of have like an unspoken yeah. agreement there that like you know that certain 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 characters certain things there, there's it's possible to have cameos in the books just to kind of show that it's a bit of a shared universe. So for example, uh, one one of the, one of the standbys is uh, is this porn shop that shows up in like you know probably like eighty percent of them called Hello Titty. <laughs> And it's always in a different location, a different part of town, manned by different people. But the same porn shop just shows up in almost all these books. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Oh, so when did the first book come out? Do you remember? Uh, Let's see. Oh, yeah. Okay. We've been doing this for we've been doing this every month for about for a little over two years. So uh, um, what are we on now? We're, 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 We're just, I'd say... What's it? Twenty nine or thirty? So yeah, probably about a, a about two and a half years ago it started. How, how many? Did you say twenty nine or thirty books? Yeah. Holy crap! Well, the thing is, they're about the same size as, as Goosebumps. Um, they're about yeah. They're, they're just shy of about a hundred pages, most of them. Um, so they're pretty easy to like you know pretty easy to like you know uh, to write. We all use the same cover artist and the same uh, John Luther Davis, who does an awesome job. They're and, awesome, and uh, we all use the same editor. So uh, we, it's it's kind of like the process, um, right? And I mean, I'll I'll say, I'll say this: great Bob, idea. Like, Robert Bevan. Uh, Bob is probably he's he's the master of this. He's he's able to crank out these stories like left and right. Whereas like the rest of us, I know uh, sometimes we kind of struggle. Just I just just to fit it into our process and stuff. 
Um, so he's 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 put out the most of them. Um, how many have I written? I'd say um, I'd say probably five or six. I want to say. How long does it take you to bump out a hundred pages like that? Once you have the idea in your head, you're like done. Honestly, from from start to finish, for me, I would say, um, I would say about ten days. And that that's that's once I have the idea and I know where I'm going, that's writing the story and then like mm-hmm. and then kind of doing two drafts before sending it off to the editor. I'd say I can do that in about ten days, um, on on a on a good cycle. A lot of times it doesn't t- it takes me longer, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you're you're prolific as like crazy. I mean, I, the amount of stuff that comes out for you know you you have the false icons, you have you have Bentley, you have vampire, you know, Tome of Bill, and and then you also do Goosebumps. No, no. Do you Sh- have to shingles. sit there and let, try let to us let us not say I do Goosebumps? <laughs> I don't want to get called from uh, Arles Dunn. Did lawyers. I just say Goosebumps? <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh you did. my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we'll edit that out, and I'll say. Shingles, right there. <laughs> I would just say we all love R.L. Stein. <laughs> yes, R.L. Stein is a a big contributor to the childhood and horrors of many. But we're not talking about R.L. Stein. We're talking to Rick Walter, and we're talking about shingles. God damn it! <laughs> God, what an idiot! But dude, you got a lot going on. How do you, how do you organize all that? Especially when do you ever get your stories crisscrossed? I mean, I feel like I'd be all over the place. Not real. I mean, here's here's the thing. Sometimes I will forget continuity in 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 a series. I know when I was when I was putting out, I think it was like book seven of like Toma Bill. I had a scene in there where two characters meet for the first time, and then like after I re- read it, I, after I wrote it, I realized like fortunately it was still in editing, but I realized wait a second, these two went on a date in book two. So occasionally I will forget details, but as far as different stories go, yeah. I'm I'm actually pretty good with compartmentalizing. Like it's pretty easy for me to say, oh, like, you know, okay, you know, this is Bill's universe, this is Ben's universe, uh, this is the Crypto Hunters. I don't really get them confused too 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 often. So I'm I'm lucky that way. Yeah, yeah, because I'm just wondering, like, for a hundred pages, or when you're when you're doing a shingles novel or a novella, do do you do you still do like do you treat it just like you would a Tome of Bill book? Oh yeah. I mean, here's the thing, like a shorter story like that requires, usually requires a little less editing, um, just because of the virtue of being shorter. But, uh, I mean, my process is pretty much the same, no matter what book I put out. So if if I'm putting out like a 200, uh, like, you know, a, a 700 page bill book, like last coven versus I'm putting out a book about a guy who's like, you know, who's jerking off into a cursed sex toy. I'm pretty much putting the same TLC into it. So, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> which, which is probably sad. But <laughs> it's not sad. It's a dedication to the craft. That's all it is. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh my God. But, I mean, but yeah, I mean, here's, I mean, Rick, th- what's your favorite, uh, Go ahead. No, no, no. I was, I was just gonna say, it, it just really comes down to, you know, I, I, I'm, I won't put out a book that I'm not happy with. <laughs> yeah. It, so, do you have like thrown away manuscripts for some of your series? I haven't thrown away that you refuse to put out. I haven't thrown away, but uh, I have, I have. Um, I mean, I'm no different than any other writer. I probably have like you know a couple dozen like unfinished things in there on my on my hard drive, and some some of them. Yeah. Some of them I might go back to someday and just basically the whatever whatever bug crawled up my ass to start it just never like just crawled out before I finished. And others, yeah, I mean others I've looked at and I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. probably a good idea that I never finished that piece of crap. <laughs> I have never I will say I have never finished a book <laughs> fully and then looked and said, Okay, this is garbage, let me throw it away. Because I think because even if the first draft is garbage. I can take that first draft yeah. and I can make it into something work into something, you know, obviously good is uh, in the eye of the beholder, but something good in my opinion. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can massage it, you can work with it, mold it to what you want to do with it. Because uh, you you started it, there must have been something there yeah. that that got you going on yeah. it. So yeah, and here's the thing: and if I finished it, then I've already committed a quite a bit of time to it. So I might as well just I, even if that first draft is garbage. There's a full story there. It's just a matter of me taking the hammer and chisel, even if I have to rewrite the entire thing, and just and just 
finding it. Yeah, man, I'm 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 excited to see where where uh, Bill of the Dead goes because uh, finally, so am I. In the first, you know, spoiler alerts for people. Uh, you finally brought in Gan as, you know, the bitch we all knew she was supposed to be, and it's been a lot of fun for the the first couple of them that I read that I've listened to because John Featheroff, I can't say this enough. You got a gem when you got when you landed him to read your books for for Vampire Bill. I've been I've been lucky with like a lot of my narrators. Uh, yeah, Chris's comedic timing is just awesome. Um, yeah, you know R- R- Rachel, who does uh, who does the bent books, uh, she's done an awesome job. Um, we, we lucked out. We got we got Andrea M's for uh, for for second string saver. And we're hoping to get her back for Wanna Be Wizard, and she's just she she is she is just the professional's professional. Um, so yeah, I've I've gotten lucky with like with with a, a lot of my books. Um, you know, some of them eh, let let I mean every so often they, they, you you wind up with one that's that. A narrator that, when you look back at it in in perspective, you're just like maybe I should have gone elsewhere. It happens, you know. It's just, yeah. It's not a knock to yeah. them. It just basically means that okay, okay. You know, some sometimes I pick the wrong voice for the wrong for the, for the book. It happens, but uh, right for the most part, I've been pretty lucky. Yeah, I mean, I mean, dude, Chris is. Uh, I can't hear anything else in my head, even when I sit and I read, because most of the time. I work so much, and then we're doing this, and I don't know if you've noticed, but we're putting out an episode almost every day, which is nuts, you know? And we have things lined up all the way past June, which is incredible to me. That is but awesome. Same, so, but it's, it, it's created so much work that reading, uh, sitting down and reading, it's almost impossible, you know? So I can't hear anything else in my head but but feather off doing those books, you know? I'd, I'd, I would seriously probably... Like I, I would get over it if he didn't do like the next books or for some reason like you guys had it. You had a switch for whatever reason. I would get over it, but I would be uh, very sore for it about it for a little while. <laughs> yeah, I, I got I got really lucky because because uh, when I when I told him about Bill of the Dead, I was just like you know hey if 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 you're done with this and you want to move on, that's that's perfectly cool. But I got really lucky, and he was just like you know uh, he was just like yeah let's 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 do this month. Mother, mother effer, and it was like, yeah, it's like <laughs> you can swear on this; yeah. it's all good. <laughs> and the good, the good thing is, and this, this I think falls on to, on, on mine. I think, I think the quality of the first two Bill of the Dead books um, from audio is uh, is is high, is like better than than the Toma Bill, and I and not, it has nothing. It, yeah. it, it, it's more because it's taken me a while because I don't listen to audiobooks to figure out how to be a better yeah. proofer. Right, you leave that up to the professionals. And, and but the but the, th- the thing is with proofing audio, I mean, here's the thing: when when I'm working with a company like Tantor, um, that that does the bent books, it's basically okay. They just sign me. They just sign a check. I hand them the rights, and then they kind of like, okay, you go stand over there, and we'll take care of it. But when but like you know but uh, but when I work with Chris, it's, di- it's a different story. So I actually I, I wound up doing the proofreading the, the proofreading. Or I guess the proof listening of that myself, um, and like I said, it's taken me oh. a while, it's taken me a while to get better at that. Yeah, yeah. You sit. He sends you over the raw data, the raw audio, and you listen to it and take notes. Yep. Per- basic, basically, I mean. Uh, so what I'll do these days, and and I'll admit I didn't do this in days past because, like I said, yeah. I'm I'm not a big fan of audiobooks. But what I do these days is I will sit down, I will open up the manuscript, and, I, and I, as he's as he's speaking, I will read through the manuscript. And here's here's the thing: artistic license is 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 important. So I'm not I'm I'm not going to be anal and be like, oh, you changed around the sent- that sentence structure ever so slowly. You said he is instead of he's. I'm not going to be a jerk like that. I'm more I'm more like you know right. I'm I'm looking for either like you know either things that are that have been like you know just mispronounced which happens every so often or i'm looking for like you know missed sentences or sentences yeah. where the meaning has changed but that that's that's my main uh, thing with like based these on days. delivery um not even delivery sometimes a word is a word, like changing like you know like say for example i have a sent i have i have a sentence he got into the boat 
Well, if he changed it to right. he jumped in the boat, who cares? You know, that that's the same meaning. It's just like, you know, it's a it's it's a different like, you know, wording. I'm not gonna lose my mind over that. Whereas like, you know, something where if, if he right. changed it to he tripped he tripped into the boat, that might that kind of like, you know, changes the context a little. Right, changes the tone. Yeah. It also changes yeah, the mean it also changes the meaning because you know, because especially if I have that guy doing something in the next scene, so that's most of the stuff I'm I'm looking I'm looking at when I'm audio proofing. Yeah, has has the pandemic, for lack of a better term, and you know, putting a, somewhat of a positive spin on it because we've all have gone through some horrid things with this stupid thing. But is it giving you the time to to get more work done, or are you finding it harder to to concentrate with everybody being home? Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's the latter. Like, for, yeah. first first of all, it's like. Uh, I know. I know. There's. Ha- it's having an effect on work. Uh, one. One of my books, um, the third book in the Bent series, the audio, which was supposed to be out, like you know, I think like last month, um, it's kind of delayed indefinitely because Tantor Studios yeah. are closed, uh, which through no fault of their own, but it's kind of like oh. you know, oh well, you know, not not much I can do there. Uh, and as far as me, me, yeah. well, there's been yeah, it's. At first, it was difficult because having the kids home and homeschooled, um, it didn't change my schedule. But since it changed their schedule, it kind of affected mine, so that made it difficult. And then, uh, yeah. And then, I mean, well, I I I, I, to, I told you this. Uh, my mother passed away from COVID. Uh, I think at this point about three weeks ago. And uh, yeah. then, yeah. needless to say, that's that's had an effect. Um, the upside. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Oh, thank you. Um, the upside has been, I mean, the downside has been it's really kind of affected my ability, my my ability to like to write new stuff. The upside, yeah. the upside of that has been, fortunately, I had some stuff finished that I've been able to go back and edit. And editing is a different mindset for me, so I've been able to actually work through that. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I, was, I didn't want to bring. I didn't want to bring the fact that your your mom passed away up. Just I didn't know how you were. How you were, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and I didn't want to bring anything you didn't want to talk about. Um, I, I appreciate it. Is everything going okay? Is she, is how's the family doing with that? I think they're doing okay. I, my my family is in like in in the household where everybody everybody here is okay. Um, immediate family, uh, yeah, I've, I've kept in touch with like with some of my cousins and stuff, and I think they're doing okay. Yeah. Um, some family members, I got to be perfectly honest, I really haven't stayed too close in touch with. <laughs> I've kind of, kind of, yeah. kind of kept them at arm's length, and I don't really plan on changing that. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, do it sometimes. Yeah, it, it is. It, I mean, it is what it is. It's like I guess the only thing that kind of sucks is, uh, is uh, you, you really. Now really is kind of a horrible, horrible way to like you know to or a horrible time to die just just because um, you can't have social yeah. gatherings or stuff like that. Um, yeah, like yeah, like I, it's crazy. Like I'm I'm sure a few of my family members don't like you know hate me because I was like well because my my mother didn't want a service so I was like well rather than a service why don't we have like why don't we have like a day where we just get onto Zoom or something and we just have a kind of like a a virtual remembrance like a virtual kind of like you know uh remembrance of her yeah. and i thought that was a cool idea and a couple of them were just kind of like you know like uh what's wrong with you you ghoul <laughs> yeah well people are weird i to me it's 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 an exa- it's it's another example of why this is a serious thing going on you know the fact that you have to even suggest something remote like that instead of, you know, even though your mom doesn't want a gathering, but you know, the fact that you're like, Hey, let's get on zoom. Let's do this, which is, I think it's a great idea and it's a good way to, to, to give people some of that closure that they need. But there's a lot of people that are going through right now and they don't, they don't have, you know, they, the people who uh, passed wanted a funeral and they, they can't even do that, you know, and they can't even go and see them as, as they're passing, which is severely sad yeah and plus and this 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 is me stepping just stepping back and being objective but i've i've always been i've always been more of the klingon mindset with like you know with regards to to death like you know the the whole let's let's be the whole death thing is really a racket you know it's like right you know it's oh like several thousand dollars to do this and do this and do this and do this and I'm, i'm pretty much like you know something when i go have a barbecue <laughs> spend yeah, a couple of, spend a couple way. hundred bucks on burgers and i'm happy you don't have to worry you don't have to worry <laughs> that i'm like you know that i'm uh, i'm thinking badly of you you don't even have to do that you know what i mean for me it's like you know what maybe pour 40 out on the ground <laughs> 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 call it good <laughs> i tell people all the time i don't even 
you know, you could put me in a, you could wrap me in a sheet. I, I really don't. I, I'm gone. I don't care. What do I care? Yeah. You know what I mean? Why, why do you need all that? I don't need all that. You know? So either give me a pauper's grave, or if you're not going to do that, then spend the $100,000 and build me the, the massive mausoleum. <laughs> it's one of the two. I don't want anything in between. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It is, it is, it is just weird from like, you know, for, <laughs> it's, it is yeah, kind of crazy. Super weird. The whole thing is weird. But I mean, the, hey, the, on, the, a, ups, on a happier note. No, I was going to say on a happier note, what, what, I'm, what I'm starting is uh, I have, I have this one story that's about maybe a third of the way written. So I started going through yeah. that this week, just bringing myself up to speed and, it's in pretty good shape, uh, the third that's there. So uh, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try this coming week to start uh, adding some new good. words to it. Oh, good, good. That'll be fun. Hey, I, <laughs> I'm addicted right now to Fallout 76. Mm -hmm. I seem to not be able to get off that stupid video game. <laughs> and one of the reasons why though is is I have a group of friends that play it all the time. So it's a cool way to hang out, you know, mm -hmm. and bullshit and go through the whole fucking thing and have fun and i know that you're a video game player what are you what are you playing right now i am kind of going old school um there hasn't been too many new things out that i'm interested in and i'll be honest I've, i i i yeah. kind of have an addictive personality when it comes to like when it comes to online games so i kind of like you know purposely stay away from like you know like fallout yeah. 76 world of warcraft so what i've been doing the last uh the last yeah. couple of weeks is uh um, on Authors and Dragons, we talked to uh, one of the uh, one of the people who was uh, on the uh, on the Borderlands team, and uh, I love first person shooters, and I'd never picked up Borderlands, so I'm probably going to pick that up this week. But I've actually just been downloading a lot of Left 4 Dead 2 maps. I love Borderlands. Yeah, Left 4 Dead is a good one. I like Left 4 Dead 2 is great. Me and me and Tafine went through that, and and uh, but we just did the original game. We just did the original map. We didn't download anything new or anything like that. We had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I mean, I finished. I finished Final Fantasy VII remake. That was a lot of fun. Um, probably back, good that. Oh, you finished it? Yeah, probably good that I finished it because my wife has been. Uh, she's been on the TV nonstop with Animal Crossing. <laughs> I'm playing that right now. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII remake. I just. I, I'm about uh, half an hour into it. Animal Crossing or Final Fantasy? Uh, Final Fantasy. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, so far it's it's been it's been a blast. I love it. I played the original one probably. I don't know, 40, 50 times through. Mm -hmm. um, I've played There's No One on PlayStation, on Switch, on computer, on mobile. So now I'm playing on you know my PS4. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I needed this. Pa I needed that kind of a palate cleanse because uh, I'll, I'll, I'll admit I don't I don't know how long how long it's been. Maybe three or four years at this point, but uh, I'm still pissed off at the ending of Final Fantasy 15. So <laughs> I needed a palate cleanse. <laughs> I never played 15, but I heard, I've heard stories. The game <laughs> itself is fun. Yeah. The ending, like, I know, I think they kind of tried to massage it with, like, some DLC, but the ending, like, you know, without the DLC is just right. throw my throw my controller through the screen, infuriating. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I did buy 15. I do ha I have 15 on my Xbox One. I only played about two hours of it, then I stopped. I don't know. And I never got back into it. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I enjoyed it probably up until about the last, like, two hours. <laughs> <laughs> And then I've just been I've just been angry ever since. I, 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 <laughs> I only did Final Fantasy VII on the Sony, the original Sony PlayStation when it came out, um, but I didn't. I I don't know if I ever actually finished it. It was a long game. It's weird. It's a legitimately what I'm, it's legitimately my favorite game of all time. Yeah, I mean, no, it, I don't think it's a spoiler because it's pretty. I mean, they, it's been out there, but. Uh, the only thing that annoys me is it's obviously it's not the full game of Final Fantasy VII, and and there's no indication how many how many chapters of the remake they're going to be putting out there. <laughs> so we might. I heard that I heard they're doing three, but I'm I'm I'll, I'm 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 sure they'll milk it as long as they yeah, can. Yeah, I'll be okay with three. I don't want to like 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 seven years from now. I don't want to be playing like Final Fantasy VII Part Eight. You know. Right, right. I three three sounds fine to me. I mean, I, I I'm okay with three. I don't want. I don't really want more than that. I will. I will say, say though, you mentioned uh, Fallout seventy six. I am jonesing for either a new Fallout or a new uh, Elder Scrolls game, but not an online. I want. I like. Oh, I like yeah. my single play games. I love my single play games. I, the only reason why I'm playing Fallout, well, Fallout seventy six is there's two things with Fallout seventy six. They try to milk more money out of you, mm -hmm. 
uh, because you can do a private server and you can play the whole game just by yourself. Huh. You don't need to have other people on and you can, and no one else will be on your own private server. But again, they're milking money because that's like $15 a month. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> to play the game. Or you can play in the public worlds where everybody else is playing, you know, and you can, you know, but I just play with my friends and that's it. I don't, because I'm the same way. Like I hate, I try to, I love the concept of World of Warcraft, but I, if I can't play and just do it on my own, then I don't really want to play because I don't want to meet a bunch of people I don't know all from all over the place to play a game with them. You know, yeah. I, I just don't. I don't want to play with a ten-year-old. Yeah, you and, know? and I remember. I mean, no, I'm, I'm old school. I remember trying to get people together to play like Quake Two online, and I just <laughs> yeah. remember it was like just the nightmare of like, guys, I just want to play a twenty-minute freaking death match here. I don't want to like. I don't want to like. You know, take three hours to do that. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, like I was playing last night and somebody needed to go do something. It's like a. It was like ten forty five. I'm like, hey, I, I want to get off because I want to go to bed. Hmm. I want to finally fall asleep before midnight for once. And they're like, okay, yeah, but I just need to do this one thing. It'll take us five minutes. An hour later, hmm. you know, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my which, god, which is no, which is why no. I've always loved Left 4 Dead. Like even playing online with other people, the most the, the most commitment I'm putting into it is an hour. Yeah, because <laughs> when yeah. the episode is done, I don't have to see you again. <laughs> <laughs> when the episode's done, I'm done. Later. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I liked when uh, Dungeons and Dragons did their their first online game. I can't remember the name, Stormwind or Storm. Anyways, uh, it was fun at first because you could do the whole game on your own. Hmm. You know, you didn't have, even though there's other people playing, you could totally ignore them, go into dungeons all on your own, and you could figure out how to beat everything all on your own. And it was a lot of fun. And then, and then of course, they think that everybody wants to play on a team, right? Hmm. So we have to force everybody to start playing on a team. And it's like, okay, I, I stopped playing it. You know, yeah. and I haven't played it in 15 years. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like I was like, okay, you guys just ruined this. Yeah, like like I was playing Bloodborne for a while there. Well, mostly getting my ass kicked by Bloodborne, but like there was the option yeah. there of okay, you can have some outside help if you want it, or you can just ignore the crap out of it, and it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I, I go back and forth because I do love uh, like I love first person shooters to a point. I don't like this. Like I'm not a big Call of Duty fan. <laughs> You know, and all that kind of stuff. Just mostly because I get I get bored mm-hmm. after a while because I feel like it's the same thing over and over and over again. But I do like it uh, when you can do missions cooperatively with your buddy, like just you and a friend, or maybe you and two friends. And I I, I like the cooperative aspect of things. That I like that more than like the when you jump into a first person shooter and it's all again, it's PvP. I don't. I'm not a big PvP yeah. fan. Let's put it that way. Yeah, what did I What did I play recently? Yeah. I picked up Black Mesa if you if we want to go old school again here, um, which was kind of like the 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 the, yeah. the remake of uh, of Half Life with a whole bunch of new st- stuff put into it, and I had a lot of fun with it. <laughs> you know, it, remi- it reminded me like it, it reminded me like you know how like how good I used to be versus how much I suck now. But <laughs> oh yeah, oh I I feel that way all the time, Rick. I get online or I, I start playing a game, and I'm like. Man, when I was like 21, I would have killed this game. You know, mm-hmm. now I feel like what the hell? I can't even remember how to do this, or I can't, <laughs> I can't figure this out. <laughs> really, when it comes down to the shooting, you know, like I try to play Fortnite, I was like, mm-hmm. I just don't get this. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, like I, I hate re- Fortnite so much. Like I refuse to like, do sh- first-person shooters on, like, say, a PlayStation or something because I can't aim for for shit with like those controllers. You know, if if, if I'm doing a first-person shooter. Outside, outside of say maybe a, a Skyrim or keyboard so. Keyboard and mouse. Yeah, I, I want a mouse. Yeah. Well, and even then, it's it's so not even fun online because <laughs> everyone is only these kids who play twenty four hours a day. And you want to go and have fun. You just yeah, every, every match you're dead in two seconds. Yeah. It's not any, it's not any fun. So I don't even I don't even bother playing those stupid games yeah. anymore. There, there's so there's so much of that. Like you know that's that's what drives me nuts about like the the whole microtransaction. Like I'll like like going to bed at night. I haven't been in the mood to read lately, so I've just been playing a lot of like a lot of like phone games and stuff. And the whole micro transaction, like you know, thing of like, there's some games that are so much fun, but the whole okay, but if you pay us money, you can cheat to win thing. And so many people are doing that. It's just like it, it, it that kind of kills it for me because it's like I know I'm a better player than you, but apparently you have deeper pockets than me, or or like you know, loose or looser concern with what to do with those 
those pockets. Yeah, pay to play games piss me off. Like I'm fine. I'm fine with DLC in games if it's DLC to add content, yes. like they're adding new levels, new stuff like that. But like, well, I, I have five kids, mm-hmm. and one of the biggest annoyances I have with the game that the stupid game Fortnite is that they sell skins. You know, like yeah. it's just a different costume for your character. So my kids beg me to buy them these twenty dollar fucking skins in Fortnite. And it's, all it does is change their character. Yeah. Like, this isn't new content. This is literally just changing the color of your character to yeah. look like something else. You're, you're, I'm not paying $20 for that yeah, shit. Yeah, it's like you're changing your character's underwear there. Yeah, I, I, exactly. I refuse yeah. to, pay, to pay, uh, pay money for skins or stuff. But again, it's like, it's like, hey, if I'm playing a Witcher 3 and they come out with a, hey, we got like 20 more hours of gameplay here. Hell yeah, I'll pay for that. That's worth it. But yeah, the, the, the whole... Yeah, that's different. When you, when you start nickel and diming me to death, you are going to lose me quickly. <laughs> Yeah, well, my nephew plays Fortnite yeah. all the time, or he did a long time ago. And his mom, my sister, made him ha- had him add up all the money he spent on skins and shit. And he had spent like five hundred dollars on skins oh without God. realizing it. Oh, don't even get me started because uh, one one of th- there there's a there's a phone app called I think it's for the, for the Kingdom Hearts game. Right. And apparently, like you know, it's all about like you know, oh, you gotta you gotta spend like do microtransactions to buy gems. And uh, I, I I I make it a point if I were to go through. Like, you know, to, to the folks in my house, I don't think they played anymore, but they used to play it. And if I were to ever go through, like, you know, the uh, the iTunes receipts and see how much was spent <laughs> on that stupid game, I guarantee I would probably, you know, that that's that's how mass murderers are made. <laughs> <laughs> right. My mom plays Farmville, right? And she's been playing Farmville for, oh, God, since it, since it came out. Mm-hmm. Like, her and her sister play. And it's funny because my mom refuses to pay any money in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, she won't buy it. She just plays the game. Plays it by her own thing, her own thing, you know, to level up. But my aunt will dump hundreds of dollars in this game to try and keep up with my mom, because my mom just plays all the time, yeah. and she's she's one of the highest levels in the in the, pretty much in the world at the, at that game, mm-hmm. and she's never spent a dime on it. And my aunt can't keep up with her, and she's spending money on it, which is yeah. kind of funny because it shows that in some games you can just yeah. be better by playing. Yeah, and and those are the games I stick with. Like you know, there's a couple games on my phone right now that like you know, hey, you know, you can get there. It just takes you longer, and I'm like, I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> me too yeah. I'd, I'd rather play it and earn it than just because yeah. when you pay for it, it doesn't it's worthless you don't i don't know it doesn't feel like you've actually done anything oh i i bought it now it's not worth it <laughs> and I've, I've dropped a couple games there was this one there was this one marvel fighting game that was that i was really i had a lot of time invested in they, i was having a lot of fun with but they changed the dynamics of it because apparently not enough people were spending money and they basically essentially crippled the game if you didn't want to spend cash and it was like oh i see what you're doing here's here's an idea delete <laughs> Yeah, is, is that Contest of Champions? Because my son plays that, and he's always asking me to buy him gems on it. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. no, I'm not. You, you can just play. Yeah, just play the damn yeah, game. Yeah, they, 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 they gimped it a couple, maybe about a year or so back, where, like, it used to be that you could farm for resources, and, like, you know, and then they, like, then they put a cap on the resources you could farm, and uh, which completely put, like, you know, the, the emphasis, the onus on spend more money. Yeah, it was Contest of Champions. And, and that was the point where I was like, you know, I like this game. I have had a lot of fun, fun with it. One thing I notice is whenever... I either get fed up or accident. I mean, sometimes shit just happens where like, you know, you lose your data. Yeah. It's like with, with a long running game when that happens, it's like two things. One, I am upset for a few minutes, but then I get this feeling of relief. Cause it's like, wait, I'm, this yeah. is an addiction I'm free from now. Cause right. I know I'm not going to go back in there and try it again. <laughs> this game cat con my kid and I, my wife and I are playing. And in this game, you basically, you combine cats to, to make more cats. Mm-hmm. And you can spend money on it, but we didn't. But we ended up playing it for like a month straight just so we can get to level 40, which is the last cat. Mm-hmm. And then once we got to level 40, it was like, oh, we're done. We can stop playing this stupid-ass game. So it was like we played it every day, hours a day, all day long until mm-hmm. we, quote-unquote, beat the game. Haven't touched it since then. It's like it's a huge relief. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's there's some game on, on my my phone right now it's like some kind of i think it's called hungry shark and it's a fun game don't get me wrong you basically swim around eating people and stuff um but like i i, I got lucky on a couple of random draws that i wound up like you know like you know being able to buy like you know early some of like the bigger sharks in the game and it's like okay well i have the bigger sharks now there's no reason for me to care about earning the littler sharks <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> oh man I, I go back and forth on mobile games. Like sometimes, like I like to have one that I'm playing, but then I I, I realize that I'm wasting so much time playing a mobile game, and like I'll find myself sitting at work. I'm, I work at home, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'll, I'll be working. I'll grab my phone. I'll start playing my game, and I'm like, I just wasted an hour and a half playing a fucking game when I should be working. Yeah, I, I try. I try to. I try to like you know limit myself. But you got that cat. Yeah. 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 You got the cat. Yeah, I got the cat. I got. I got all cats, man. All forty cats. <laughs> 
I did that with The Simpsons. I was in Chicago for work one time. I I, I got to I got to uh, the city and I was there for work. And when I got there, they're like, "Oh, we have a block." Uh, so, yeah, you're gonna have to, you know, just basically, I got to hang out in Chicago for a week with my hotel paid for, <laughs> and I just like walked around the city and did stuff. But at night, I was playing the Simpsons game on my phone, and you know, it was the same thing. You know, you purchase donuts to get certain things done, or you know. You can play for 10 minutes, and then after that, you can't do anything because you can't. You don't have anything to build with. You don't have nothing. And so I was like, oh, I'll buy some donuts. Not a big deal. It's only $1.99. I'll buy it. Boom. <laughs> cool. Oh, it's only $1.99. Got it. Boom. The end of the week, I looked it up. I had spent like well over $100, and I was like, oh, my God. And I, I uninstalled it as soon as I saw the amount yeah. that I, that that $1.99 charge racked up in my bank account. I was like, Oh shit! You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, delete. And then now, when I when I download a game, if it has things that you can buy, then either I just really check myself before I wreck my bank account over it, or I just delete it. I you just know, don't even bother. On my iPhone, I I've I have never I have always had like what was in game trans in game transactions turned off. Nice. Because I'm just like. You know, I'm I'm just like it is not gonna happen. And I've been tempted a few times. I'm just like, dude, it's just, but it's like that slippery slope because once you do it once, you know you're gonna do it again. Yeah, I got a buddy yeah. who owns a he, he owns um, a, a a mobile game app company, right? He founded it about ten years ago, and he makes you know mobile games for you know Android, iOS, and and Xbox and stuff now too. And um, he says pretty much if if you want to make money, you have to have those microtransactions. So you have to make you have to make a bunch of stupid ass shit people to buy mm-hmm. and you'll make him way the way. And he made on his last game, he made $3 million in holy three shit. months on microtransactions. Damn. And I'm like, holy shit, dude. He's like, yeah, you just We're put a game out there. Wrong. It gets somewhat popular. You put dollar 99 cent, you know, transaction, someone to buy, buy a new costume or add a level or some shit. And then people will just go crazy. You just need one game to go crazy. And then all of a sudden you're making a bunch of money off of it. And I'm like, man, why can't I make games? Yeah. Especially, especially like, you know, like games where it's like, there was some Transformers game I was playing a while back where, uh, where like every week they had like you know they had the weekly like you know like like raid or contest or so, except you could like you know you could buy all the good cards. So and, and it was always you always saw the same people, just like you know oh look look I'm number one because I bought all the best cards and it's like yeah it's like you 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 you, I guess you buy into that competitive nature of people, you know and. I don't know. I guess I guess in their minds they're able to like you know, kind of reconcile that as long as they're number one, that's good. Like for me, I'm like if I'm like yeah, but I paid to be here. It's I don't know. It kind of kind of takes away a little bit of the uh, a yeah. little bit of the luster for me. It, it does. It, it's like play. I used to play Magic the Gathering all the time. Right? I love that game, but it's the same thing. Like unless you're doing blind you know blind pack tournaments or you know just uh, or we just open packs and make a deck, it really matters down to who has you know kind of who who has the most money to buy the best cards because. It's really, you know, obviously in trading card games, it's, you know, you open packs, you find the cards you want, and you have, or you can just go buy the cards you need mm-hmm. and build the better deck. But really, it doesn't really show you who's the better player if you can just afford to, you know, go buy those super overpowered cards that can just kick anyone's ass. Yeah. Um, but that's why I like when I went, when I was playing, I like to do just um, uh, box tournaments where you just get, you get three packs or four packs and you, you build the deck and then whatever deck you get is what you get and you try and you know it's all random which is which is yeah. a lot more fun. Yeah, one of my kids was into Yu-Gi-Oh uh, years back and uh, and he he got me into it and I was playing for a while there. But yeah, it was it was the same deal. It was like it was like well you you can pay to have all the all the awesome god cards you know yeah and it was just like yeah it's like yeah I like that concept where it's like hey guys we got a random deck here and you get what you get and bet may the best player win and sometimes sometimes yep. it's luck. But yeah, it's like when when somebody shows up where it's just like, okay, you know, they just they just like you know we're we're on eBay picking up every every ultra rare <laughs> card there is, right? It's like why bother? Well, like when, when I was a kid playing Magic in, high, in junior high and high school, right? It was different because yeah. none of us had money, so it was all just the luck of what we got in the pack our parents bought us for the most part. And so we build these decks and be super proud of them. But then as an adult, I realized if I want to go, buy, if I want the massively awesome cards, I can just go fucking buy them and yeah. build an awesome deck. It's no longer fair to people who can't do that, and it's just like I'd put it with my kids, and I always try and build the, each deck we played out to be equal. But then I realized, you know what? It's it's way more fun if we just each do the draft. We just build the deck because one, if if I'm having my son build the deck against me, clearly my deck's going to be better because I've been playing Magic since 1995 mm-hmm. <laughs> for a long time, and 
it, it's, I don't know, it's just building a deck on the fly, it kind of, it makes you think on your toes. Because if I have a deck that I've been playing with for years, I know all the mechanics of it. I know exactly what to do to make it win versus just having to figure it out on the fly, which is so much more fun. No, no, I, I, I 100% agree. It's like, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of like the fun, the, like, like we get into these games because of the fun challenge. And then like, you know, and then at some point they morph into something like different. And like, yeah. if you t- take a step back, you're really, like, you know, at, at what it's become, it's kind of almost kind of like, yeah, but this isn't good anymore. <laughs> right. Right. I, I, I have so many magic cards sitting upstairs, other card, card games I've bought over the years. And like a lot of them are worth money. And I'm like, I just don't, I've fallen out of the collector world mm-hmm. myself. Like I still collect things here and there. And I have a ton of comic books. I have a ton of old comic books, but I've fallen out of the mindset of, I've got to buy this stuff because it's going to be worth money someday. And I've, I've, I've fallen myself more in the mindset of, I got to buy yeah. this because I want to read or I want to enjoy it. Cause I think that's a much better mindset to be into. And I was yeah. definitely there with magic cards where I was buying things. And I'm like, Oh, this magic cards, it's a rare, it's an art, it's an ultra rare. And it's going to be worth money someday. And it's just like, it, it take that for me, when you open up a pack, I, f- I found that when I'm just trying to find the ones that are worth money, it takes like, all the fun out of it. Same thing yeah. with client books Takes too. The joy out. I just want to read them yeah. and have fun. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I collect, I collect transformers. I mean, and I guarantee, I mean, I have one that is still in the box, and uh, honestly, it's only because I'm nice. out of shelf space. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I'm one of those. If, if, if I what's get, your favorite transformers you got, Rick? I have the five original Dinobots, and uh, oh, you know, nice. I, I pretty, I pretty much told my kids, told awesome. my kids, I was like, I was like, you see these, these are your daddy's prized possessions, and one day your daddy won't be around anymore. And they're being buried with daddy, so don't get any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, fuck you, they're mine forever. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you if you want it, you like you know something. If you want it, you got to go, Doctor Frankenstein. You know, on uh, on on my grave site. If you if so, you know something. You've earned them, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you grave rob them, you've earned them. <laughs> you know something? I used to have this horrible mor- morbid thing, <laughs> and this is gonna get a little disgusting. But I used to, I used to, I used to tell friends, I was like, "All right, so he, he, I'm like, I'm not gonna have a will. Here is gonna be my, here is gonna be my thing. I want all of my prized assets sewn up inside my body, and the contest <laughs> is whoever can eat their way to it first has earned it. <laughs> yeah, they've earned that shit." <laughs> You have won it fair and square. Oh my god, that's hilarious <laughs> and gross. <laughs> Rick, do you play D anD D? Right? Yes. Oh, you used to. No, I still do. We're, we're oh, we're getting ready to to to, to try and play like like uh, Johnny and I. I played once when I was a kid with my brother. Um, I was like seventeen or maybe I was six, fifteen, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. Uh, I, he was, you know, he played all the time with his friends and stuff, and he made it not enjoyable because, you know, he was five years older than me and didn't want his little brother playing mm-hmm. games with him. Yep. And so now that we were, we want to try playing. Do you have any suggestions, any tips, tricks, or things that we should do? Uh, we still got to figure out who's going to be the DM and 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 how to be a proper DM. Well, okay, so so five E is probably the way to go right now because it's a pretty easy system to get into. Um. I think most of the stuff out there yeah. you can just get online. I would say probably have somebody in, invest like a couple bucks into like getting a Roll20 account, like a paid, they have free accounts, but have somebody invest in getting like a paid account, uh, probably whoever's uh-huh. going to be DM. And the nice thing there is uh, with with uh, 5e is almost everything you need is there with regards to like your character sheet and like spells and stuff. Um, and it does it does make it uh, make it considerably uh, easier when basically all you have to do is just push a button and roll something as opposed to uh, you know as opposed to like trying to find uh, almost every D and D since like for for the last couple several editions if you try to make a character I guess just raw with just like pen and paper it can be kind of confusing yeah. trying to figure out like because there's all these cross references well if you do this it affects this score if you do this it affects this score so you want to like like. It, it kind of behooves you, especially if you're lazy like me, to get like a character generator or like, you know, a spreadsheet or so that'll like kind of do that stuff automatically because a, a lot of it, even like 5e, simplified as it is, gets uh, gets kind of messy. I just pulled up the right. Roll20 site. That's, that's makes things a whole lot easier. <laughs> that's awesome. Roll20 is, Roll20 is pretty, I mean, there are, there are things in there they do make more complicated than needs to be. But uh, as far as solutions go, it actually is probably one of the best solutions I've ever seen. Nice. I'll have to check that out. I'll have to, is it roll 20? Like, is it spelt out? Yeah. I, I sent you a link Kenrick, in, in chat. And aside from that, have fun. I mean, I, I'm, I'm in this, I'm in this one D and D, uh, Facebook group and 
so many people there are just so uptight or they're trying so hard to be politically correct. They're like, like you know, when if, if you go into the game and, 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 and you think goblins are evil, that's actually racist. It's like, who cares? They're <laughs> goblins. <laughs> they're not real. My, that's my advice is just have fun. And if, if the people you're not playing with are making you not have fun, then find other people to play with. That's pretty much my best thing. I think we're all going to have fun because... Yeah, uh, everybody who's gonna play has never played before, really. I mean, honestly, you know, maybe they've they've tried once or twice or anything like that, but never really sat down and done a campaign. Mm-hmm. So I think we're gonna have a lot of fun. We were first gonna we're thinking of of doing one of the prepackaged games first. It's probably a, uh, a Johnny good way to go. got yeah for Christmas he got the Stranger Things D and D box mm-hmm. uh, game set. We thought we just since she has it. Just try that one first, and you know what I mean? So everybody gets the idea of how everything goes, and we can work on it. We're actually going to videotape us doing it so that we can put it out there in the world so people can make fun of us of how bad we are, <laughs> and then get into an actual like actual campaign. Uh, one of our friend's brothers has actually went and get purchased. He's been hunting down first and second gen books. And so he's he's got almost a whole set of second generation books. Oh, and the, the uh, second edition? Yeah, I still have. I have some of the um, second edition books here, and I, I also have a few of the of the first edition. Um, what is it? I got Monster Manual, Oriental Adventures, Monster Manual Two, uh, DM's Guide. Can, can you use the? Can you use those older books in the current versions? Not even remotely. <laughs> completely, <laughs> no, completely, <really>? <laughs> completely different. Completely different game system. I mean, if you want to oh, do a lot of like funny. conversion work, you can, but. Uh, it, they're different. They're different editions, and like it's kind of like try, trying to, trying to play, say like fourth edition with first edition rules. That's a shit show just waiting to happen. Yeah, that's like no fun at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be any fun. So maybe we just get the current stuff, Johnny. Yeah, well, and this world, this world I, point thing is pretty get, awesome. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it now. That looks great. I think that'll make life a lot yeah. easier. I mean, th- there's some paid stuff out there that can make life easier. I think D&D Beyond is supposed to be pretty good. But I think most of the stuff for 5e um, is is out there. Like, you know, I think under, what's what's it, the D20 game license or whatever the frig it is. I forget, what, I forget what it's called. But I think most of it is out there just like yeah. free to like use. That's awesome. Oh, nice. That's great. Well, Rick, we've been on for like an hour and a half. Damn. I know. I, know. I, I only knew had two puppy catastrophes during, during, during this interview, too, this conversation. <laughs> God, that was crazy. Well, the, I was just telling Johnny in chat, Rick, I was like, I wish we could have Wednesdays with Rick. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a lot of fun. But we got to get you on again soon because these go so fast. And I feel like because we're all, we're, you know, we're all basically into the same shit, so it's easy to, to geek out on stuff. Oh, yeah, it's, it's easy to pick a topic and run with it. Next time, we talk about basket weaving. <laughs> well, little do you know. <laughs> well, actually. <laughs> that would be hilarious if all of a sudden he went into the whole, well, this is how you do this. This is how you do that. Well, I sell my baskets Most experts would, would agree that, uh, that this weave is considered superior. <laughs> Exactly. Well, this weave looks pretty. This one's way stronger. <laughs> Look at Kenrick's weave. He's just all over the place. This is how you don't do a weave. Yeah. This is so. an example of shit work. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Rick. Well, thank you so much for coming on, man. We really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having me back. It's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, let's do it again. Um, maybe not take, I don't know. When, I got to look back at when the last time you were on. I think it was August of last year. It was a while ago, yeah. It was a while ago. We got to we got to shorten that up. Well, whenever you guys want me, you know, it's uh, I am I am I am happy. Perfect. Every Wednesday from now on. <laughs> Done. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We'll, ch- we'll chat soon. All right. Sounds good, man. Later. All right, guys. Well, if you enjoyed that. And I hope you did as much as we did making it for you. Uh, you can go over to spoilerverse.com. That's spoilerverse.com. And you can check out all that we have to offer with a ton of interviews and a ton of articles. And well, Johnny, why don't you give them a lowdown of some of the things, like some of the podcasts that are available? Oh my God, dude, there's so many. 
There's our show. There's Haphazard Adventures. There's White to Sir Radio. There's Funny Book Frenzy. There's Nerd from the Crypt. There's Nerd Talk Club. There's Bridging the Geek Down. There's Shirt and the Sith. Uh, did you guys hear the all the law stuff in there and the legal obligations? Because that's how fast Johnny talked. <laughs> <laughs> you have now signed up for a subscription at $9.95 a month. <laughs> Cancel any time. <laughs> well, there's, there's so many podcasts and so many articles and so much great stuff over at spoilerverse.com that you need to go over there and check it out. And while you're there, you need to go to the middle of that screen, click on that store button, go to our store. And pick up some, you know, a t-shirt or a hoodie. Some swag. Some swag, right? Some cool fly-ass swag. And, you know, show off your Spoilerverse pride or whatever you want to call it. And help help us out. You know, we get a couple bucks per shirt, which helps pay, you know, pay for the bills. Because it's not free doing all the stuff that we do. And we, we give it out to the world at no cost for now. And we want... <laughs> no cost for now. <laughs> well, for, for, I mean, for the foreseeable future, right? Yeah, all, yeah. Nothing's going to change, right? We're going to keep giving out our content. Nothing's changing this year, that's for yeah. sure. <laughs> I mean, it's going to for the next foreseeable future, it's going to be free, which is totally fine with us. But if you want to help us out, having going to, buying a shirt, for one, showing it off, people see it, asking about it, tell them to come check out our podcast. And yep. two, we get a couple bucks from that. We can help, you know, pay for the hosting, pay for our equipment, and help, you know, get new equipment for the people on our team. And it's 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 it helps out a lot. It sure does. It sure does. Well, dang, man. Yeah. That's a lot of information. The last thing I'm going to ask people to do is to open up their podcatcher, look for Spoiler Country, hit subscribe. And then on top of that, just if you, you know, if you so choose and you like what you're hearing, or maybe you don't like, I don't know, either way, give us a review. Good and bad. That's all right. Yeah. Tell us what you think. We want to know. We'd love to hear it. Yeah. We love you guys. And we'd love to hear what your opinion is. This is true. All right. I think it's a show. That's a show. In an oceans of podcasts, we are Cthulhu, and that's what a compels you to do. Open the mind and read.